here we are again for uh, the Captain Spark Hives 3B, we'll call it. Uh, this is the Rise of Phoenix continuation. We're doing the Rancor division. Um, of course, joining me is my co-host, Alan Venable, Sifu from the Southwest. Uh, Alan, Rise of Phoenix. We already did an intro in the last um, audio video file, but just really quickly, we did the Kessel Run in the last one, which introduced the 15 fighters from your Rise of Phoenix tournament. The next video that we're going to do now, it's a much shorter video, so this file is going to be maybe half the, the length. This audio is going to be about half the length of the last one. Short podcast for us. <laughs> so this is the Rancor Supercut. If I'm looking on YouTube, I will search for Saber Martial Arts Foundation. I will pull up our channel. I will pull up playlists. This will be the Rise of Phoenix 2023 playlist. Excuse me, and this is the second video on that playlist, the Rancor Supercut. Alan, what does yes, that sir. mean? So Rancor is uh, your traditional, or, or our traditional um, tournament. It's the first to 10 points. It is a timed uh, round. It is uh, one hit, halt, reset. There, uh, there's very much a lot of Rancor in the uh, Saber world. Uh, the, the different rule sets for each round of this tournament is meant to reflect different uh, styles of uh, rule. And this one is the most I mean, if we can call it traditional for something that's been around for a couple of decades, um, this is this is the most traditional round where it is again um, very easy to do it. And as we uh, as we go again, the rules I'll read uh, as they are displayed in the video. Awesome. So hopefully everybody's pulled it up. If not, pause me <laughs> and pull it up on your YouTube right now. If you're driving in the car don't do that um just listen and have a good imagination go watch it later and give us another listen because we could use all the listens you can download us for uh by the way let's start it up three two one play the rancor supercut lovely logo mm -hmm. this is again the the new rise of phoenix 2023 invitational uh little thing taking here's here's your rules yeah elimination bracket yep single elimination right this is the elimination round first fighter to 10 points advances to the quarterfinals three minute time limit even if halt is called halt and reset is called by the judge after each point is scored simultaneous hits yield no points and may be cause for point deduction at the discretion of the head judge if time expires the fighter who has the higher score wins in case of a tie there will be a one minute sudden death tiebreaker engagement with first to score winning the match again this is a very much standard and from Saber so we Light got Knights ryan versus Smokey. jessica mm -hmm. Saber Light Knights versus barato fencing club so uh this is uh virginia versus arizona <laughs> if you want to see it in the states uh so ryan gets the first point there with a kneeling thrust uh ryan is uh has played lacrosse a lot uh he actually is very comfortable with the stick and hitting you with it <laughs> and he is uh one of uh dark chocolate 
also known as Courtney Monroe's student. He is the, uh, one of the knights for Saber Light Knights. You can see he's, he's very used to uh, this, this kind of uh, uh, sitting back and reaching the full extension of the sword. He's hitting you with the tip of his sword, not like the, uh, he's not doing a lot of um, uh, long slicing motions. They're very short. They're very Makashi-esque. One thing I'll say about about fighting Ryan is uh, make sure you're not sleepy. Make sure right. you're not um, feeling rusty that day. Uh, make sure that you feel properly warmed up and have your wits about you because he will cut you to pieces if you are <laughs> any of the things I just mentioned. Yeah, um, you got it. I fought Ryan on about 35 minutes of sleep in a 48 hour period. <laughs> and uh, that was stupid. That was stupid. <laughs> I should have just politely declined, but I drove all that way. I might as well fight. Uh, right. It was not a good night. It was not a good night for folk. Um, it was a great night, though. We had a good time at the yeah, uh, Saber Light Tournament. And for anybody listening, uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled on our website as well as saberlightnights.com um, because they will have, I believe they might even already have, registration for their tournament open as soon as they can. Um, it is open, actually. This, I thought I thought it might have been by now. Um, usually they try to open it up by the beginning of the year. And their tournament is always in the uh, June-July zone. I think this year it's in July, correct? Uh, June 10th. June 10th. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. It's the week earlier the weekend before Father's Day. Weekend yes, the last two, two years they've uh, been simultaneous with Father's Day. I think kind of not on purpose, and, and they realized <laughs> this year. And just like that, Ryan won that one. Next fight here, yeah, comes up. Uh, this is Sloan from San Diego Sabres versus Aiden from Phoenix Sabre Academy. Uh, very different fighting styles, as you can see here uh, yep. when they come up. Um, very much a uh, long sword uh, versus almost like side sword kind of rapier-like movement from uh, Aiden there. So, I would even argue that Sloan is is almost a pure. Well, he probably is. I don't know if he has prior martial arts training, but um, he's almost a pure saber fighter, right? Like I lightsaber that, fighter. Yeah, I, I believe that is true. Um, but you can start to see he's he's starting to uh, now post after striking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a lot of movements there where it's a downward strike that he lifts up to block, but it's also a strike at the same time. Right, right. It's uh, very much, uh, uh, if I can call it, a John-ism, his uh, teacher, <laughs> his, his knight that he learns from. But it is characteristic of a lot of longsword style as well. So um, for you to make that, that point, is super valid as well. Yep, yep, you got it. So you can see, like, there's there is a uh, 
also length of stride, right? His pace um, is is longer, much longer than the other fighter here. So right. Aiden, you know, ice skating uphill in this fight as far as being able sure. to reach him, being sure. able to counterattack. So he has to basically rely on his speed in order to... Uh, and with that Robert sort of stuff, nobody knows who I'm talking about anymore. It's a shame. <laughs> but with that Robert, with that Robert style um, of keeping his grip close to his cent, like his own center, um, mm-hmm. it does. It's not a bad way to fight, but it does not lend to ranginess. Yeah, correct. If that makes sense, it's great for counter fighting. Um, if you can get that rangy person to overcommit or, you know, what have you. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not, that's a badass picture of Jonathan. It's definitely not going to be, uh, um, it's definitely not going to be your rangy tactic. So this, this matchup should be very interesting. All right. So this is speed versus speed. Um, Jonathan comes off the line, uh, in almost a kendo like fashion sometimes. Um, and his stance is very much, uh, very much that, that, uh, almost kendo. I can launch off my back foot, uh, to get in. Uh, and he does have the range and, and the extension to be able to do it. But he's also fighting against Aiden, who is, who is very much, uh, excuse me, Jaden, who is very much, uh, used to, to his long lankiness and his speed getting him his, his points. Yeah, so he's, he's very much. Uh, <laughs> you can tell that that they're both fast when one doesn't seem overwhelmed by the speed of the other. Because some people like sometimes you'll see you'll see fights and and you know both people are supposed to be fast, but you can tell right away one is a little bit shocked by the speed of the other. Same is true mm-hmm. with power. Uh, when power applies, you can have two people who are supposed to be powerful, but then one is all of a sudden a little. Yeah, a little more powerful than the other bargained for. Um, and and a couple points I've seen that with Jonathan so far, but I think both of these boys are are pretty freaking fast. Yeah. So, like, even there, you can see Nick is like, I think this is what happened. <laughs> right, right. Like, trying and to, Nick trying has a fast like, twitch eye. Yeah, so he does. He, it's he just really can funny. He really catch points pretty well. It's really funny because like when when uh i watch nick uh do the ref uh the, the refing it's very very much the reason I, I put him as head ref in this because he has a really good eye for for that no matter how fast the action is he there's a couple times where he actually explains uh what's happening he's not just calling point he's like uh i saw the rebound on this here and then but he, he goes through it and then they're like even there he's like was there contact? No. Okay, let's do it again. <laughs> so that comes from um, not just his saber. I mean, definitely from his saber fighting background because at this point he's seen tons and tons of fights. But um, his fencing background as well. I mean, when you're trying to keep track of a freaking foil blade, forget it. And uh, he's he's had that eye training now for a long time, but also the ear training. We talk about this when we talk about judging. Uh, go back and listen to some of our episodes. Um, when we also we taught classes on this as well, and we'll teach more classes on this. Um, that you get, it's a five sense experience. 
You know, it's almost a sixth sense experience because you have the experience of knowing what certain sounds feel like when they're done to you, you know, or certain sights. Like you're like, I know that that hit that person on the hand because like, I know what it feels like when that instance happens. And so having somebody who's a seasoned fighter as well as has, has judged many, many matches, that's the kind of person you put in the head judge. And if you don't have somebody like that, I would, I would question running your own tournament at that time. <laughs> you know, um, you need to have that. One of the reasons I decided not to be head judge was because I knew I had somebody there that I could count on, so I could I could work on something else. Right, you could do it yourself, but yeah, but you you've got a tool, use it. Um, and I think the same thing was true with Courtney when we went to their tournament when, you know, obviously he knew he had Ryan, but, um, to just have a bunch of seasoned, um, people in the room, he was able to get more judges than kind of he bargained for. And in a good way, he was able to get good opinions, fast opinions, um, from people who've seen a lot of fights. So, you know, anybody, anybody who wants to have their own tournament, um, yeah, everybody's doing it these days. Jump on the bandwagon. But I, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I, I'm serious. You know, do have your own tournament. And uh, if you need any help, we're here. But definitely make sure you have somebody who knows how to see and feel what's going on very well in the head judge position. Yeah. So uh, a lot of this, this is a, a little bit of, of, of just like Ataru versus Ataru, right? Everything just yep, like yep. went forward. They just just went at it, which is why we didn't really say too much. It was just like, oh, and point, 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 because they just went for it. Now, how um, come Kenny didn't compete in this? Uh, Kenny was running the uh, camera. He decided he wanted to he he wanted to run the camera this time around. Very cool. So, Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, you know, he's missed on camera, but you can see Kenny fight in some of our uh, other Sparkives uh, stuff. So go back and check those episodes out. Um, and Kenny's been on the show many times. Uh, Kenny is Alan's Padawan. Um, although, I guess, Kenny is a, a martial arts, I would say, uh, he's he's becoming a Sifu in his own right these days. Yeah, I actually, a couple of weeks before this, uh, graduated him to his fourth degree black belt in Kung Fu. So, Look at uh, that. Awesome. Congratulations. He, he's also uh, a knight uh, for um, Phoenix Saber Academy. So he There you go. I didn't yeah. want to speak out of turn, but I thought that was the case. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was already a couple of years ago. But he's, um, he's basically, if I can't make it or or uh, there's a an event or something like that. Kenny can run it himself. He can he can do uh, he can represent uh, the school very well. And this is Frenchie versus Marina. You can see this is actually pretty much neck and neck. This is competitive. Yep. Yeah. Very competitive. And these guys have fought before, but now you see Frenchie is starting to have that little Bruce Lee bounce when he fights now. He has this little. Uh, his little back fisting um, swing that he does. Uh-huh. And uh, Marina's just like, well, 
I'm just going to sit here and wait for you to get close and I'm going to smack you in the hand. So you can start to see <laughs> there's a, there, there is a gamesmanship happening here um, with uh, Marina switching to different styles and Frenchie is actually just sticking with his, his kind of Jeet Kune Do-esque uh, movement. <laughs> well, one thing about Marina and, and her name on the, uh, on her, her nickname Wanderer is, is for this reason. I mean, she, she is constantly, constantly observing everything you do and is going to, at some point, ask you a question or make an observation verbally to you about what you're doing. Uh, and it could be anything from eating French fries to saber fighting. She will talk to you about your technique on it. And um, that is what makes her her. And you can tell in her fighting style that she is very curious about a lot of different styles. Yeah, so she's, she's practicing uh, a lot right now. She's practicing um, almost solo uh, uh, just because of the nature of her job. But Frenchie very took good that match, one. By the way, that's, that's very good game. match. Yeah. It's it's very, very cool to see, um, especially people that have fought for years fight again, because it does get down to the nitty gritty like that. We should say congratulations to Frenchie, though, because he did, he did beat her. It sounds like sounds like I'm over here uh, crapping on French for for losing, but he he won, and uh, he won by sticking to sticking to what was working, which was like you said that sort of Jikundo stance, that sort of um, right, almost like kickboxing with a saber in your hand. All right. So uh, this is again Steve versus Victoria, who is uh, a uh, Rado Fencing Academy. Student. Um, again, she's. This is her first tournament, and this is Steve. I want to say it's like at least his tenth, because <laughs> he's been he's been in a bunch of them. He was in Rise of Phoenix last year, I believe. Steve got, uh, I believe he got third place last year. Uh, and he's been with archive. Penguins for I. Th- it, has he has he been with them for a couple years, or is he a little newer? Uh, I believe uh this might be his second or third year with them. I thought okay, that that sounds about right. I can't I can't really speak to uh the rest of his uh training though, but I I know the guy. I I know the guy fights with sabers a lot because I see him in other tournaments. <laughs> he uh he sent me a message when when he I don't know if it was when he was first kind of joining Penguins or. A few months, in, I, don't, I don't know. He was relatively new, um, and I don't believe he has a ton of martial arts training experience. But very enthusiastic and a super nice guy. Yeah, he's great. He uh, he he travels to a lot of these tournaments. He does really really well in them. He uh, at least as far as I know, he he usually places too. So very good, um, very good fighter. Um, and I believe, yep, this is Zach versus, uh, Jimothy. So, uh, this is, uh, you can see, you'll see a different style of fighting versus like a different style of fighting. So you can see Zach here with his, his two headed grip, very long sword, uh, esque. And then we see, uh, Jimothy with his, 
hand at the end of the pommel, very much, you know, foil kind of like, I'm going to use every inch of this weapon <laughs> to try to get my point. Uh, I have nothing against him, but oh my gosh, that just drives me insane, drives me bonkers. Well, it, it, there is a time and a place, right? I It hurts my hand to actually do it. Like if I were to do that, <laughs> saber, my hand would be screaming at me. Uh, but hey, to each his own. Yeah, so you can see like there is a um, a distinct l lack of motion or a, a loss of motion from holding it that way. But yeah. at the same time, you, you, it, it's like a, a evening out, right? You, you gain the distance, but there's a, there is a lack of, uh, of motion or at least a, a slowing down of motion. It's almost like fighting with a whip versus fighting with a sword. Right. And it's, it, it does work though. That's, that's the thing. It does, it does work. work. And especially for a point-based system, but it doesn't work for everybody all the time. Well, th this is why this is why also we we created different rule sets, is because exactly. if you you watch from the beginning of the tournament with the certain rule sets to the end of the tournament, certain styles of fighting just don't measure up. They don't they don't work when you're you know two minutes in and you're just like oh well you know I get I I got hit here. And oh man, my wrist is starting to hurt. Here I am talking about uh, how I don't like that particular thing, but you know, to each his own. And here he is, you know, way ahead in, in points. <laughs> <laughs> way ahead in points. It just goes to show you, it doesn't matter what any one person thinks. You've got to make things work for you. Right. It's what works for you. And there it is. The Rancor Supercut has been super cut uh we will wrap this one up uh let those credits roll the next video coming at you in the next episode will be which which one alan is next uh next is my knock my knock yeah chewing on the power cables um and they have some different rules as well so we'll explain them at the beginning of each of those alan so far this is this is shaping up to be some good fighting, and the um, I gotta say thank you because the video quality is such that not everybody is a fuzzy mess like there's Vaseline smudged on the lens. So <laughs> thank you for that. You're um, welcome. Having a decent quality camera right there in front of the fights, guys. This is important stuff. We talk about it all the time. When you are going to run a tournament, and full disclosure, I haven't run a tournament in years personally but i've been there for many of them i've helped run many of them and i participate in many ways in many of them and let me just tell you having a high quality camera just one even right there right in the action it's really hard to beat um make it happen if you're if you're wanting to do that get yourself somebody with experience to run your head judge position uh or a couple of somebodies and um, let people have fun. Let people fight it out. That's what the whole day is about. As you've seen with the first video we did, and then with this one, I mean, that was only 20 minutes. We saw tons of fighting. And it wasn't like we had to wait 20 minutes for one 10-point match. We right. waited about 20 seconds for some of those matches. So, yep. you know, something to be said about efficiency and letting people fight it out. Alan, well done. and. Uh, 
sabermartialarts.life, Phoenix Saber Academy. Check them out. Bring, bring your own saber.